Welcome to the Students of Surgery podcast series, where we shed light on common surgical topics. Welcome back. We have Dr. Talbot Rampai, the hepatobiliary surgeon from California Academic Hospital, who's going to talk to us today about chronic pancreatitis. Welcome back, Dr. Rampai. What is chronic pancreatitis? Definition of uh, chronic pancreatitis is a disease of the pancreas in which recurrent inflammatory episodes result in a replacement of the pancreatic parenchyma by fibrous uh, connective tissues and ductal metaplasia. This fibrous reorganization of the pancreas leads to progressive exocrine insufficiency defined by diarrhea or steatorrhea and your endocrine insufficiency, which usually with diabetes. Is acute and chronic pancreatitis the same disease? They are completely two different diseases. The acute pancreatitis is the um, acute reversible inflammation of the pancreas, of the pancreatic parenchyma, while it's on the other hand, chronic pancreatitis is irreversible damage of the pancreas that leads to fibrosis of the parenchyma. However, repeated episodes of acute pancreatitis can lead to chronic pancreatitis. What are the causes of chronic pancreatitis? Usually use the mnemonic tiger O, toxic metabolic one, alcohol and tobacco, both associated with about 80 to 90% of. We've got idiopathic ones, which, and we've got genetic causes, which are PRSSI, which are cationic trypsinogen, trypsinogen genes, your fibrocystic transaminases, your serine protease inhibitor gazelle 1 gene, which are your spinky genes. Then we get autoimmune um, causes, then we get the recurrent, severe attacks of acute pancreatitis. Then we've got obstructive ones, which are your pancreatic divisum, your sphincter of all these dysfunction. What is the underlying pathophysiology of chronic pancreatitis? Chronic pancreatitis is a continued inflammatory disease characterized by irreversible morphological changes, often associated with pain and with the loss of endocrine and or, and or exocrine function. The mechanism by which alcohol induces chronic pancreatitis remains uncertain, but there is an increasing evidence that damage to the pancreatic cells occurs through the transit formation of fatty acid ethanol esters, which then leads to what is inflammation fibrosis sequence, and this may be self-perpetuating. The entire pancreas is, is usually involved, but in a, about a third of cases, there is a distinct inflammatory mass in the head of pancreas, which often causes biliary and audiodinal obstruction. In most cases, there is a progressive pancreatic ductal irritation associated with strictures, and there is also a distinct subgroup with the small dark diseases associated with dense sclerosis. And there can be pancreatic stones in the calcific form of the disease are the results of decreased bicarbonate and water secretion. On the other hand, and an increased protein and calcium secretion with precipitation in, into the pancreatic uh, duct system. Obstructive jaundice and probably gastric outlet obstruction are some of the most common local complications in chronic pancreatitis. What are some of the other complications we should be aware of? Then other local complex thrombosis of the splenic vein and the superior mesenteric vein and the portal vein, which those can lead to portal hypertension. And you can have development of pancreatic pseudocysts. 
and it rarely got vascular erosions which forms small pseudoneurysms causes uh, upper GIT bleeding to obscure hemosacus pancreaticus. It's most important to know that chronic pancreatitis is a risk factor for the development of pancreatic cancer. How do you diagnose chronic pancreatitis? The diagnosis currently depends on identifying clinical and morphological features. Calcifications in the pancreas are pathognomic of chronic pancreatitis and is often accompanied by strictures in the main pancreatic duct, and which is called a chain of legs. In early chronic pancreatitis, these features may not be present and an endoscopy ultrasound should be performed during which specific parenchymal and ductal features are assessed and scored using the Rosemont criteria to diagnose chronic pancreatitis. How do patients typically present that have chronic pancreatitis? The primary clinical manifestations of chronic pancreatitis are abdominal pain and pancreatic insufficiency. So the pain present in 90 to 96% of patients, typically intermittent, epigastric, radiates to the back, it's worse after the terminals and may be relieved by sitting upright or leaning forward. Usually you assess it using the visual analog scale. About 20% of patients with chronic pancreatitis present with a pancreatic exocrine or endocrine insufficiency, but no pain. And we've got this change in bowel habits, diarrhea, followed by steatorrhea, your exocrine insufficiency, and your newly diagnosed patients, 30%, usually that is your endocrine insufficiency. Some of them will get loss of weight. This patient actually will have a loss of weight due to anorexia and malabsorption. So pain seems to be one of the most common presenting features. What is the mechanism of pain in chronic pancreatitis? Pain is, is one of the problems in these patients. Usually the mechanism is thought to be a parenchymal hypertension due to the compartment, uh, compartmental fibrosis. And that will lead to ductal hypertension due to obstruction. And then you can get these neural alterations, um, the nerves around which get hypertrophy and inflammatory infiltration that leads to fibrosis in the peri, uh, intra and the pancreatic uh, nerves. What are some of the common signs that you would find if you were to examine these patients? Uh, usually physical examination, they've got a loss of weight due to anorexia and malabsorption. Then they will have this epigastric tenderness the gastric mass that could be due to a pseudocyst or head of pancreas inflammatory mass. Then obstructive jaundice that could be due to a, a, a common bile duct stricture or head of pancreas mass. And then you get your splenomegaly due to uh, thrombosis of the splenic vein. And some of them they've got uh, this pancreatic ascites due to pancreatic um, peritoneal fistulas. Which investigations would you do in these patients? This, uh, there are two most important that you need to uh, confirm the pancreatic insufficiency, your endocrine or exocrine. Your exocrine insufficiency, you do your fecal elastase uh, to confirm steatorrhea, with you do less than 200 micrograms per, per gram. And then your endocrine insufficiency, you do your, your HbA1c to diagnose or exclude diabetes. Then, of course, you can have others, uh, the UNE, which you will do the, for, to assess the renal function because some of the patients are quite dehydrated and that you will require a CT scan. FBC to check if there's chronic anemia or iron deficiency. Your liver function test to assess your nutritional status of the patient, your albumin, to 
check out your, the albumin of the patient and then obstructive enzymes like we said your GGT on your LP to rule out if there's no strictures in the common bile duct or any head of pancreas mass. Your INR to check your clotting abnormality especially for your vitamin K deficiency and then your CMP check any vitamin D deficiency. And which radiological investigations are helpful in these patients? Sometimes you can have some incidental finding of the plain X-ray on these patients, which you see calcifications in the region of the pancreas. Pancreatic protocol CT scan with the other modalities, your endoscopic ultrasound, your EUS, you can use the Rosmond uh, criteria for, the, for chronic pancreatitis. And then your MRI, which is your magnesium resonant imaging. Is there a role for an abdominal ultrasound? the least accurate in the imaging technique of the acute, but it can show sometimes your pancreatic pseudocyst in, in dilated ducts. What about an ERCP? Then the ERCP is not considered as a diagnostic procedure due to in, its invasiveness. What is a pancreas protocol CT scan? The pancreas protocol CT scan is really a contrasted CT scan which you specifically uh, ask them to get a, give a patient a bit of oral contrast to see the duodenum very well and the three phases, triphasic which is your venous phase, your arterial phase and your portovenous phase. And it's quite important there to look for calcifications, ductal dilatations in the, in the pancreas and your common bile duct. You look for a masses, an inflammatory mass. Sometimes you can see suspicious head of pancreas cancers. Look for pseudocysts and any signs of uh, duodenal obstruction, usually gastric outlet obstruction with a distended uh, stomach. And then look for local complications like your vein, portal vein thrombosis. What is your approach to the management of chronic pancreatitis patients? The basis of management of chronic pancreatitis is a multidisciplinary ap approach. Amongst those uh, specialists are uh, pain specialists, endocrinologists, dietitians, uh, psychologists, uh, HPV or gastroenterology. And then the, the main thing is to reduce the uh, reduction of etiological risk factors, include stopping alcohol and smoking, treating the exocrine uh, insufficiency with uh, pancreatic uh, enzyme replacement, which we usually we use Creon, and add some nutritional supplements. Then the endocrine insufficiency, in, uh, which you usually will require you to treat your diabetes and might need uh, insulin. And then the most other important one is the pain therapy, according to the WHO analgesic letter. You start with the small analgesic, because remember, these patients are usually opioid dependent. Try to avoid them not to give uh, your strong opioid analgesia. And then your specific ones, autoimmune chronic pancreatitis, usually steroid therapy, which you need to monitor them clinically and by imaging. When interventions are indicated for complications, what options do we have there? The options we have are endoscopic and interventional therapy, and then we have the surgical intervention. Endoscopic ones, which you normally can use some drainage, internal drainage. Endoscopic cis gastrostomies, like men with a local complication. And for surgical therapy, what, what can we offer patients there? Mostly the indications for, for surgery, failed 
pain management, we have uh, complications like obstructive jaundice, gastric outlet obstruction, and we have a suspicion of malignancies. And the techniques are that you can have your drainage procedures and your resection procedures. Sometimes you can have a combine of your drainage and resection. What do you mean by surgical drainage procedures? Drainage procedures, you can have just lateral pancreatic jejunostomy or your cyst jejunostomy. Then the duct and drainage, drug drainage and resection procedures, you talk about your fray procedures and your band procedures. And your resection procedures, it's your Whipple procedure. Are there ways of treating these patients' pain without surgery? Then other procedures that you can do there, your celiac plexus nerve block, which is an injection of the sclerosing agent around the peripancreatic nerves. But the issue with this is that the pain might come back worse uh, from the previous presentation. What is your favorite surgical procedure for chronic pancreatitis? Our favorite one is the, um, the fray procedure because uh, uh, our patients present with uh, quite inflammatory masses in the head of the pancreas, the dilated duct. What we do is uh, we co-op the head of the pancreas to the duct and we open the remaining pancreatic duct and then we put uh, the jejunum on so that it drains directly into the, into the jejunum. Would you like to summarize chronic pancreatitis for us? Chronic pancreatitis is a complex disease which requires a multidisciplinary approach by specialists in this field, particularly when interventional procedures are to be considered for intractable pain and other complications. The mainstay of treatment is abstinence from alcohol and smoking with careful pain control, which requires close monitoring to reduce the risk of opioid dependency. During the late stages of the disease, medical treatment emphasizes may shift to include diabetic com control, exocrine pancreatic replacement therapy, and nutritional uh, support. Currently, surgical interventions are reserved for when the chronic pancreatitis causes complications. Thank you very much for a nice, insightful talk on chronic pancreatitis. This edition of the Students of Surgery podcast has been produced by TuxFM. Visit www.tuxfm.co.za for young, fresh, and relevant content. That was another edition of the Students of Surgery podcast series, where we shed light on common surgical topics.